What is up, everyone? This is Andy Starr with the Full Tilt Debbie Podcast, bringing you your college football week 11 Debbie recap. Not nearly as much excitement at the top of the leaderboard this week. We did see Oregon lose, ending their hopes for a potential playoff spot. But aside from that, not much change at the top. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at ASTARFF. Every Tuesday during the college football season, I'm going to be bringing you a few storylines from the previous week's games and how it pertains to your Debbie leagues. So let's get right into it. Uh, I normally like to spotlight some of the top performances of the week, and I will get into that, uh, but I'm going to try to call out disappointments as I see them as well. Uh, having said that, I think we need to start having the Sean Tucker conversation. Uh, Tucker started out this season hot, uh, and I think that early success may have put the blinders on for some. Uh, through his first six games, he did have 647 rushing yards and six touchdowns, which is great. Uh, but since then, in his last four games, he's only had 201 yards and a touchdown. The receiving work has also struggled since then, having not averaged one yard per route run since week five against FCS Wagner. Also troubling, Syracuse has only had to face three of the top 50 rush defenses this season. And in those games, Tucker is only averaging just over 40 rush yards per game. Uh, he was a guy that I had mentioned as a potential value loser at the start of the season. And right now I've got guys like Zach Charbonnet, Blake Corum, and Kendra Miller all jumping ahead of him in my rankings. Uh, next, let's head down to Miami for Ja'Curry Brown's first start for the Hurricanes. Tyler Van Dyke obviously dealing with some injury rate stuff right now. Uh, Jake Garcia got first dibs at the starting job and he absolutely tanked it, uh, looking horrible in that field goal game against Virginia. Uh, but now we got to see the first full game for Ja'Curry Brown, and I'll say I was not disappointed. Uh, he had an adjusted completion percentage of nearly 85%. Unfortunately, he wasn't really asked to throw a lot downfield. ADOT was really low at just 5.2 yards, and he finished with just 136 yards passing through the air, uh, 6.8 yards per attempt. But he is a true freshman, uh, and what he showed us that us fantasy managers obviously love to see is the ability to run the ball. 14 carries for 96 yards, 45 of those yards were on scrambles, uh, and he was breaking tackles. He's a big dude at 6'4", could stand to put on another 15 to 20 pounds, but if we see some development of the arm, uh, we might have something there. Uh, and lastly, sticking in the ACC this whole episode, I guess, uh, we got to start talking about Zay Flowers. Uh, and the wide receiver class is obviously down this year with our quote-unquote elite prospects in JSN and Boutte taking a big step back due to injuries and other circumstances. Uh, but some of these second-tier guys, at least second-tier at the start of the season, have really stepped up. And that includes, you know, I, obviously Addison and Downs, and then to a lesser extent, Zay Flowers. Um, he's not a big guy, 5'10", 175 pounds, uh, but he has the versatility to play in the slot, out wide, his yards per route runs above two yards. Um, he can make contested catches if he needs to, but he's gotten separation on, on over 90% of his targets. Uh, he's going to be a late declare, and I know we don't like that, but he has a lot of similar traits to other recent late declares in Chris Olave and Devontae Smith. Now, I'm not trying to compare anything Flowers has done to literally one of the best wide receiver seasons we've ever seen from Devontae Smith. But the traits are there, and uh, I don't believe that Olave and Smith are too outlandish of comps. If he gets first-round draft capital, which I'm not ruling out, um, he's definitely a potential day one, but uh, obviously a day two guy. Um, but if he does get that day one draft capital, I, I would consider him 
uh, early second round, potentially even a late first, depending on landing spot when dynasty rookie drafts roll around in April. Uh, but that's all I really want to talk about today in the recap. John and I are going to be talking about some of this and a lot more on Wednesday. Uh, I think we're going to be doing a 2024 rookie draft just to give you a better idea on some of the players you're going to aiming at when you buy those 2024 picks. Uh, so tune in on Wednesday at 9 p.m. Eastern for the Full Tilt Debbie podcast. Other than that, hope you guys have a great week and I'll see you tomorrow.